Welcome back to Javine. We are currently covering the Marian Dogmas on the Marian app. Currently, it is the Immaculate Conception. The fact that she is immaculately conceived. The dogma of the Immaculate Conception declares that Mary was conceived without any stain of original sin. So, just as in the Old Testament, the Ark of the Covenant had to be made of the purest gold, it would be, for it would contain the living presence of God. So, in the New Testament, the vessel that would bear the sinless God, Son of God had herself to be without sin or blemish. Let's see where else we can find this dogma in sacred scripture and sacred tradition. In the Old Testament, the principal text that supports this teaching of the Immaculate Conception is Genesis 3.15. In this passage, God addresses Satan, represented by the serpent, who has just led Adam and Eve into committing the first sin. I put, I, said God, to Satan, will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall crush your head and you shall lie in wait for his heel. Who is the seed of the woman? Jesus Christ, for it is Jesus Christ who crushes the head of the serpent through his redemptive suffering, death, and resurrection. But if Jesus is the seed, then the woman must be Mary, and if there is enmity between Satan and Mary, then... There cannot be sin in Mary, not even the stain of original sin. If there were sin in Mary, then we could not speak of an enmity between her and Satan. Therefore, this passage points to the church's teaching that Mary was conceived without original sin. In the New Testament, the principal passage that supports the dogma of the Immaculate Conception comes from the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke, when the angel Gabriel addresses Mary with these words, quote, Hail, full of grace. The Lord is with you. Unquote. It has interesting that Gabriel does not call the Virgin in Nazareth quote unquote 
Mary, but rather full of grace. Why does he address her in this way? Numerous theologians and saints have seen in this greeting a divine truth, namely, that fullness of grace is part of Mary's very nature. But what does it mean to be full of grace? One thing is clear: someone cannot be. Full of grace, if there is any sin in him. Therefore, the greeting of Gabriel points to Mary's immaculate conception. From the earliest centuries of the Church, Christians frequently refer to Mary in their writings with titles that describe her as being immaculate. That is free from all stain of sin. For instance, they called her "quote unquote" all pure. They called her all pure, all holy, most innocent, without. Sin. They also frequently called Mary the New Eve, and made the connection that Mary, as the New Eve, enjoyed the same state of grace—that is, being without sin—the same state of grace that Eve had from the moment of her being created by God. Over the centuries, saints and theologians have made more explicit mention of Mary's immaculate conception, and this constant teaching of the Church has proclaimed a dogma by Pope Pius the Ninth in 1854. Here is the official proclamation as it appears in the papal document. Ineffabilis Deus. We declare, pronounce, and define that the doctrine which holds that the most blessed Virgin Mary, at the first instant of her conception, was preserved, immune from all stain of sin, by a singular grace and privilege. Of the omnipotent God, in view of the merits of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the human race, was revealed by God, and must be firmly and constantly believed by all the faithful. Finally, after the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Cites this papal proclamation. It gives the following commentary that includes citations from sacred scripture and a document from the Second Vatican Council entitled 
lumen, gentium. The splendor of the entirely unique holiness by which Mary is enriched from the first instant of her conception comes wholly from Christ. She is redeemed in a more exalted fashion by reason of her merits of her Son. The Father blessed Mary more than any other created person. Quote, in Christ, with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, unquote, and chose her in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love. The fathers of the Eastern tradition call the mother of God the all-holy, Panagia, and celebrate her as free from any stain of sin, as though fashioned by the Holy Spirit and formed as a new creature. By the grace of God, Mary remained free of every personal sin her whole life long.